Hey, welcome to Shortcast with Ryan, and I'm your host. If you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. We've all heard this quote before, and it probably conjures up a different image for everyone. I used to think of this quote and imagine myself being a professional baseball player or an astronaut or working some sort of job where I just love going to work. But the reality is, there are so many different ways to do things you love and live the life you want to live without just finding and working your dream job. This episode is going to dissect some of those ideas and hopefully show you how you can start doing more of the things you love, live with vitality, and begin crafting a better, unique life around the things that bring you joy, energy, and fulfillment. Now, before you can do what you love and craft your life around supporting that, the first and most important step is to begin discovering what it is that you love. Notice how I said discovering. This is not something that's one and done. Learning about what you love is an ongoing process that will be ever-changing and last your whole life. And it looks completely different for everyone and honestly is much harder than you might think. The thing or things you love can be one or many and are likely to change throughout your life, but there also may be several constants too. That's the first step, and be sure not to overlook it. Begin to seek those activities that make you feel alive, the activities that clear your mind of worries, that lift your spirits and give you energy. Sometimes these can be obvious. Sometimes it's much more subtle. Let me give you a couple examples. For me, I feel most alive and in flow when I'm doing some sort of physical activity or game. I love having fun, being in tune with my body, and using my body as a tool. It gives me energy, it clears my mind, and is something I can wake up and do every day. Notice how, for me, I don't limit this to one activity. Even though I love tennis... Tennis isn't the one thing I love. It's many physical physical activities and adventures, a whole category of things I love that make me feel alive. On the other end of the spectrum, good conversations with one or two people make me feel alive and fulfilled too, but in a completely different way than physical activities. I want to mention how this can be a very subtle thing as well. The best example for me is working out. Now, I just mentioned how I like doing physical activities, but really what I like is games. I've never been someone who is huge into working out and lifting weights. Frankly, when I'm lifting weights, I don't really enjoy it. But... And that's a big but. If I reflect on when I lift weights, I start to notice a few things. One, 
When I'm lifting weights, the worries and stresses of the day fade for just a little bit. Two, I usually finish the workout and feel more energetic. Three, at the end of the day, no matter what happened, if I worked out, I'm proud that I did it. So at face value for me, weightlifting isn't very fun and honestly is kind of painful. But after reflecting and paying attention to the benefits and results, I begin to see that working out and weightlifting is actually something that brings me joy, makes me feel better, and enables me to live with more vitality and fulfillment. What you need to do is start reflecting on your days and start reflecting on your activities. Try to identify what were the activities that made you feel great or seemed to relieve some of the stresses of life. Like my examples above, this can either be very blatant or, in most cases, small beneficial effects. For some people, it's sports. For some, it's movies. For some, it's art, dogs, games, playing, conversations, reading. It can be anything. But you have to start asking yourself, am I doing things that make me feel alive? And narrow in on the ones that do. I'd recommend to most people, try experimenting with many different things. Some people may know instantly the activities that bring them vitality, but many of us, myself included, really aren't sure. So test out a bunch of them. Try doing things that you normally wouldn't do, and you might just stumble across something you really love and that you want to do for the rest of your life. But even if you try something and don't like it, you'll have a better idea of what you don't like while also pushing your boundaries, pushing your comfort zone, and growing. Recently, I like to say you can either learn about things you like or you can learn about things you don't like. Those are your only two options. Now that you've started to figure out the things you love, what's next? Obviously, the dream is to make what you love doing what pays the bills. But for most people, that's something that can be extremely hard and unrealistic to do, but not impossible. The biggest problem is that there are so many steps between where you are now and the ultimate end goal that it's hard to dissect where to begin and seems impossible to even begin in the first place. So here's where you begin. Once you have found the thing or things that you love, or even if just you have a starting idea of the category of things you love, such as art, games, sports, etc., start by simply doing more of what you love. Simple, right? Find what you love to do. Do it more. While it sounds really simple, you and I both know that it can actually be pretty challenging. Let me give you an example. So I love to play tennis. I've discovered that tennis is something that makes me feel alive, makes my worries dissipate, gives me energy, and is something that I love to do. But 
And this is another big but. I don't always want to play tennis or feel like I have the time and energy to play tennis, mostly because of how the rest of my life is structured. I have to work, I have to eat, I have a relationship, dogs, commitments, workouts, distractions, TV, and all these other things going on in my life at any given time that makes it harder to play tennis. The first and easiest step is to look at the things in your life that you do just to fill empty time. For me, and probably a lot of people, this is TV, video games, YouTube, and social media. Most of these activities aren't what gives us energy or brings us vitality. They can be, but at least for me and perhaps others, these are activities that just fill my time when I give myself time to be filled and often suck energy away from an outlet that gives me life, like tennis. They are often the easiest, but not the best things to do. So for this first step, Identify the things you love and identify one of your default time-filling activities and try to be intentional about trading these time-fillers for an activity that brings you vitality. Swap the Instagram scrolling for tennis, in my case. Now, obviously, this isn't something you have to go 0 to 100 real quick. But if you're able to identify these things and make tiny steps to implement them, over the course of time, you will find that more and more of your time and life is being devoted to the activities that make your individual life worth living, instead of letting distractions, boredom, and easy time fillers take control. More and more of your energy will be going to your interests and you're embracing what makes you unique and what makes you happy. The next step is a continuation of the last step and is a bit more challenging but can pay off drastically. This is related to those areas in life, such as work, that you have to do but may not want to do. Let's continue on with my interest of tennis. If I want to build around the idea that I want to play more tennis and I've started cutting out Instagram and playing more tennis, that's great. But what's next? Should I become a pro and get paid to play tennis? Well, that would be great, but having your passion become your income isn't yet necessary. The next step is to find more flexibility in the other areas of your life so you're creating more time to do the things you love. Tim Ferriss, in his book, The 4-Hour Workweek, is excellent in talking about this concept. You may not be able to leave your job, and your passion may not yet pay the bills, but how can you find more flexibility to do more of what you love? The quarantine, honestly for me, has been extremely helpful. Are you able to work from home so you have more flexibility? Maybe. Would you be able to find a job where you could work from home and have more flexibility? Probably. Is there a mix of jobs like Uber, Field Agent, DoorDash, where you can work when and where you want so that you have more time and flexibility to do the things you love? 
Absolutely. The point is that, yes, we are generally bound to an income. We have to make enough money to put clothes on our backs, food in our mouths, and ideally pay for us to be comfortable. But no matter how scary it seems, we aren't bound to our current job or current situation. The major key is realizing that if your job is sucking the life out of you and preventing you from doing the things you love, find a new one or see if you can make your job work for you and allow you to do the things that make your life worth living. But as you may already know, sometimes the hardest steps are the ones most worth taking. Now, Originally, I wanted to speak about the final step, and that is turning the things you love into your income. But I realized that there are so many ways to do that, and it's so individual to your specific interests. I also am only 24 and haven't yet completed this step myself, but am working hard to. Maybe I'll have that podcast episode once I've learned those lessons. But I do believe if you start to focus on discovering the things that give you life, begin trading the energy-sucking time fillers for the things you love, and start seeking more flexibility to do more of the things that give you energy, You'll begin to carve your own unique path forward, and you'll see how you could make these things your living. You'll begin to feel more fulfilled, more energized, and start living the life you want to live. You'll start to understand that as you reach further to live the life you love, that the hard things become a little bit easier and the rest of your life becomes a little bit better. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Shortcast with Ryan. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I enjoyed putting it together for you. This is one of perhaps a few of my core philosophies in life, and that is find what you love and try to do more of it. I think if all of us strived to do more of the things that we love, we would all be living in a better place. One of the best ways to give vitality to other people is to first bring vitality to yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, go check out my website, realwithryan.com, where you can find more episodes like it or on the podcast Shortcast with Ryan, wherever you're listening to podcasts. But on Real with Ryan, you can find YouTube, podcasts, social media, and a whole lot more. So I appreciate you listening. Go check me out somewhere else. But as always, thank you for keeping it real with Ryan.